Loaded bases, Nick Fanty. How's it going? Pretty good, man. Thanks for having me on. Oh, yeah, for you? sure. Good, good. I uh long day at the office, and now finally I get to do what I enjoy doing. There you go. Talk, talk to people and, and then drink a beer. Yeah, why not? What, what do you got on tap today? Uh, this is a – so it's a cider. Um. Yeah, so it's like, so it's from a brewery up by, like up by Seattle. Okay. Yeah, no, I've, I've, uh, I guess I've tried to expand my taste buds. There you go. So not, not much of a beer drinker, but I know, I know, I know a couple. Yeah. Whoa. <laughs> yeah. Oh, what's your favorite beer? Um, I would say, um, well, my favorite, like, IPA, yep, which doesn't really taste like an IPA, is Golden Monkey. Okay. And where's that from? I don't really know, to be honest. Golden but Monkey. Found, found it here in Tampa and okay. a couple years back. And I had it a handful of times, and it, it's probably the best tasting beer yeah. to me. Yeah. So we, we uh, I think... I think like when I lived down in Florida, there was a, I think like one, I think only like one brewery down there. So it was like very minimal. It's, it's a, a funky Buddha. I think they're out of okay, like yeah. Fort Lauderdale. Right. So, okay. So what do you do? Who do you play for? So I play baseball with the Phillies. Nice. Uh, I'm currently recovering from Tommy John surgery though. And that is a pain in the ass. Oh yeah. Yep. Tomorrow's going to be three months post-op though. So we're getting there. Yeah. It's, it's a, it's a long, it's a long rehab. Oh yeah. Well, I mean like, as we were talking and like, as you were saying like that, you also had the surgery in your shoulder too. Yeah. I was about to say it's my second go around with it. So I had a, I didn't have any tears in my shoulder. I just had Mm kind of like a bone spur. Yep. But with that surgery to get to it, they had to open my shoulder capsule up. So that that ended up being a long recovery. Yeah. Um and then I ended up I came back from that last year. I would have been healthy pretty much all last year, but we lost last year due to COVID. Yep. And uh and then uh I basically started acting up during instructs and tried toughening it out during spring training, but it it was uh it was ready to go. It was it was done. It was time to get it done. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I can 100% feel your pain on that one. Mm. I mean, like, because I had, so my, so I tore two spots on my rotator cuff. And, like, so I got torn back in high school. But then I didn't, I mean, I just pretty much just uh, took uh, ibuprofen and just, like, kept going. Yeah. The, but then, uh, yeah, but then in college, tore, yeah, I tore my rotator cuff in two spots. And then came back and rehabbed, and then my elbow was like partially torn. So then I decided I'm good on that. Like I don't want to, I don't want to go th- through that rehab again. Yeah, yeah, that's the thing. It's not, it's a tough thing. And I, for me, I wasn't sure if I wanted to go through it, but I mean, had a lot of support definitely for this one. Yeah, and you know the the Phillies also like were very diligent about it when it was time to get surgery, and like yeah. they were 
you know, definitely behind me the whole way with it. So, I mean, I'm definitely thankful for that. And also my parents, they were just like, you know, they, they've kept like, you know, the vision of me like playing again, you know, more than I did ever, you know, so kind of definitely like a nice thing to, to have going into this surgery for me. And also just like knowing what, what, what to expect for the most part. Like even when I was rehabbing my shoulder, I, you know, had a bunch of friends that went through Tommy John rehab and everything. So just like watch, watching them from afar and um, just going through my own stuff. You know, I know it's not like a, a straight path to the top. You oh, know, you yeah. have good days, bad days and everything. So stick There's, one day at a time. It, it is one big gray area. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's a, that's sure. a fact. When, when was your last official outing? So this was the hard part for me for getting the surgery too, was I wanted to make it to the season because my last official outing was in June, 2018. Now that's three years ago. Yep. That's my last outing. That's on a baseball card. Like I pitched in, uh, instructs in 2020 Mm -hmm. and then I pitched in spring training this year, but yeah, no one knows that. So yeah, except for the Phillies and, you know, a couple of my teammates, but damn. So that's yeah. still, I mean, like there, there's like, so in three years, you definitely have to have that support, the support system, like behind you. I mean, it's the yeah. vision and the grind, like to, I mean, because like the miners that, that, that's a rough place. That's a rough For sure. place. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, you know, rehabbing down here, it's like, it's the lowest, you know, like yeah. we're, we're we're here we're waking up early in the morning here and getting our stuff done early in the day so it's like it's a grind for sure it's uh it's definitely not for everyone uh, but you know again like for me the other thing that helped me get me through this rehab is going to be like when i pitched in instructs 2020 i did really well yeah and my velocity was higher than it's ever been you know i was you know, opening a lot of eyes. So that's one thing. It, it also proved to me like, Hey, I could, I could do this. Cause like after my surgery in 19, mm-hmm. I wasn't like during that summer last year, I wasn't really competing against like pro guys. I, you know, I was coaching a, a travel ball team and I was yeah. thrown to 18, 17, 18 year olds. Yeah. It's so, a, you know, it's a big difference between them. And yeah. That would be, sure. and say, so I, so the year of 2020 not being baseball i mean so what did you do like this to get ready so i mean it it was great for me honestly i i thought it was really good to kind of you know as just like a human to like get away from baseball a little bit you know and just kind of like because i've been i've been playing baseball since high school so you know i never Knew what it was like to be home during the summer. Yep. Nope. You were, um, You got summer ball. You got fall ball. You got winter. You got yep. all the above. Yeah. So that's the most amount of time I spent at home. And, uh, you know, I got to see my family, you know, my, my, uh, I have six nieces and nephews. So, you know, I got oh, wow. to see some birthdays and stuff, uh, and some communions, confirmations, all the stuff. Yeah. Um, that, that was all like important to me for sure and also I took up some surf casting fishing nice so uh 
that that was that was a lot of fun um and just like being like a normal person for a little bit but yeah. as far as like getting ready for baseball like i i work out at a place on long island uh last summer uh, his name is adam belding he's the man um and then i would just kind of throw with my the team i was coaching yeah <laughs> uh they they're out of a facility near me and I would use the facility and stuff to throw uh, to the catchers, that and uh, I took I took up uh, fly balls last year too. So nice. I was getting used to that, and you know it was it was great. Yeah, there there's a I think I think every minor leaguer like I've talked to about not playing in 2020 that they have at least one new hobby, mm-hmm. at least one new hobby. Absolutely. And, and for me, like it, it made me realize, like, I actually like home, like, so I'm from Long Island, New okay. York. Yeah. And, uh, you know, during the off season, I'm only ever home during the winter and I hate snow. <laughs> I yep. like snow sucks. You know, it, it snows. My dad sends me out there with a shovel and <laughs> they built these freaking five foot retaining walls around the, around the driveway. So then you got to throw them over the wall and I go back into the house and crippled after that. Like, so it's like well my workout's done for the day yeah exactly and uh so I hated it but then last year I got to be home during the summer and like it wasn't even in like the fullest form of Long Island because yeah. like everything was shut down but I still loved it like go to the beach surf cast um you know you got vineyards out east you got all these nice things around Long Island it's just awesome yeah I think I would say because uh, I went to New York to play in a baseball tournament, I think in 2007. We played at uh, Cooperstown Dreams Park. Yep. And then, yeah, so we did that. And then, like, it, it, was, it was hot. Like, it was a hot summer. Like, I did not, I did not realize that it was that warm and that mm-hmm. humid up there. Yeah, I, I think I was there in either 08 or 09. Oh, no shit. Yeah, I forget. Um, we we went there the last week of the season, yeah. But um, but yeah, that that's a great experience too. It, and it does get hot up there, especially during the summer. Um, and people don't know it, but like upstate New York, like that, it's like being in the South. Like it's it, it, yeah, yeah. That, there's some pretty backwoods places, backwoods places up there. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, because I remember like as we uh, were following one of my old coaches from. Uh, and because we flew into New York City, and then we stayed there for like three days, and then we played against um, a team from Brooklyn, like, like at their home field. But then, mm-hmm. um, but then, like after we left New York City, like we followed my coach uh, from there to Cooperstown, and he got lost. I mean, dude, New York, there's there's a lot of places like to get lost up there. Yeah, for sure. I, you know, a lot of my friends went to colleges around there so whenever i'd go home for the off season i'd go visit yeah. them and stuff and and you could literally get lost driving in new york for days probably well i mean like so did you grow up like in long island yeah so how i guess like so how was that like growing up on an island that's not really an island <laughs> it's i mean it was nice I I grew up playing uh, baseball, basketball, and football. Um, but I mean, it was 
so you get like true four seasons still you know yeah, like yeah, it's not yeah. like it's not like uh you know cold all year round or warm all year round it's just you get all four seasons which is nice and i think that's important too for just like athletic development it's just yep. like being able to play those three sports and like just living there kind of you know you, you're setting that routine like oh, you know it sure. gets it's hot i play baseball it gets gets a little colder play some football it gets really cold i go inside and play basketball so yeah. it, it was I, I did the same thing yeah it's like the snow's outside and you go from basketball practice to a baseball practice like hitting indoors and that's just the same routine yeah for sure so so you actually played with uh one of the uh, my past guest that I've had on, had on the show, Leo Seminati. Yes. Yeah, we played together on uh, Team Italy. So, like, so you played in, like, in Italy with them? No, I, I never played in Italy. So, the way it worked, so it was in the World Baseball Classic in two, 2017. Mm -hmm. And I got asked to play. And then uh, I had to, like, prove, like, my heritage oh, and everything yeah. which is like a whole headache in, in itself leo <laughs> had it easy because he lives there but yeah no just say but say hey look at my zip code i can play yeah we're fine yeah like hey i'm from new york i can i talk with my hand no See? i'm kidding and but you pass. He, yeah he's uh he was younger i think than I, he was probably like 17 or 18 mm -hmm. years old i don't even know if he signed with the reds by then um oh damn he he was uh he was really young, but uh we uh had spring training or like their version of the spring training for World Baseball Classic in Arizona at the mm -hmm. Cubs complex, which was a really cool experience. Then we uh flew down to Guadalajara, Mexico to play the the uh tournament. Damn. Guadalajara. Yeah. That's a place by itself yeah it was it was cool i mean definitely uh an eye-opening experience for me just being like a younger guy i was uh i was 20 years old um and it just you know opened my eyes to like you know if hopefully you know everything works out yeah. i make it to the major leagues and everything i play there for 100 years and make a billion goal. dollars but but uh if not you know all these guys on the team were you know, from all these different places and, you know, made money and made a living playing in overseas or in different places. Yeah. So I think that was just like very, very cool to me. It's just like, hey, if it doesn't work out here, which, you know, I want it to, I yeah. really hope it does. Um, oh, it will. There's, it will. There's so many other ways to just, you know, essentially make it in this game. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and I learned that from one of the older pitchers on on that team too. You know, he he pitched in the in the major leagues, but in Japan, um, and uh, he was just like, "I made it. Like that was me making it. Yeah, that, that was cool to me. You know." Well, it, it it's it it's I think it's awesome like how like how like baseball is like it's a whole world thing, mm -hmm. and I think the game is played virtually the same. But it just it's I mean like I was watching uh well like so like during COVID I think the only games on was the KBO in Korea 
mm-hmm. and it it was awesome like to see their fans just like get rowdy like it was just like yeah like, they would bring like they would bring like trumpets and like drums and it's just like that i wish that we had that here that would be yeah wild yeah even even in mexico it was like that yeah. you know, they had like they had like 10 different mascots in the in the crowd just like dancing around yeah my, my dad said like he like pushed the pushed a monkey off his lap because all of a sudden started dancing on him <laughs> like it was, it's just chaos which is which is how it should be you know it's a it's an event it's fun so so yeah that that's that's what i i wish more teams did that here mm-hmm. it, it, it it it'd be I mean, like, cause that's why, like, I don't like, I like the world baseball classic a lot because of that fact. Yeah. I mean, it is more than like, just on the field. Like, I, I think they, there should be like an element of just like, you know, just fun, you know, like why not just have like a dance section or something Hell yeah. like, like, like something like that. Just, just something where people just can go crazy and be as loud as they want, you know, it, in the end, like it's up to us to focus on the field. Like we'll, well we yeah. gotta find a way, you know. Say, but you guys are the players. We're the we're the spectators. We just sit there yeah. and watch. Yeah, you know, it's I, I that that's one of the things, like you said, is super cool about that experience is just being able to just do whatever the heck you want in the stadium. And I think without, I mean, like, cause I play well, well now I play uh slow pitch softball and it's it's just like it's fun because i can kind of not really care but also have fun with it yeah for sure but, but i mean i'd rather still put, still be playing baseball but it's it it's whatever <laughs> i mean i gotta do this now and this is this is not that bad of a gig yeah for sure besides my normal job which that's fun <laughs> not really fun but so okay so you were drafted in 2015 how how'd you find out that you were drafted like how was that so so i got picked on the third day i was at i was in the 31st round um and it's funny like just like looking back on just like not knowing how things worked at all (laughs) um so you know, I knew that if I were to get picked, it would probably be by the Phillies mm-hmm. just because they were the only free draft I went to. Um, and I just had the most communication with them. But mm-hmm. I know things happen. Sometimes guys get picked and they, they yeah. didn't even know. Um, so every time they were picking, like, I was kind of locked in on it. And I remember being in school that day. And it's funny because in New York, school ends a little later than everywhere yeah. else, like the school year. So I was still in school. Everyone else had been out for a couple of weeks. And, um, you know, all day in school, I was just kind of like glued to my phone a little <laughs> bit. And then I went home. And actually before that, I was still in school. And my one of my good friends now, his name is Will Stewart. He got picked in the 20th round. And uh, he's a left-handed pitcher. And I thought like, oh, man, that's a left-handed pitcher. Like, from high school they only take one you know like that's it, I don't, that's they, it for me like and they I'm picked not your buddy <laughs> yeah yeah and, and like I never like looking back I was like that's so dumb that I thought that like <laughs> like I, I thought I had no shot now because they picked one other left-handed pitcher mm-hmm. from high school like uh, I thought that was just funny but 
Uh, then I went home, you know, a couple of my friends came over and uh, my parents were all in the living room and stuff. And then they said my name on the little tracker thing. Uh, that's how I found out. It was actually, it was awesome though. The phone blew up afterwards. Oh, Probably, oh I bet. Yeah. So it's, it's definitely a cool experience for a younger guy, without a doubt. Well, I mean, because, like, the draft now is totally different. It's a whole yeah. different – I mean, what was it? Because what year did they uh, – was it 2019 was the last year that they went more rounds? I think because 2020 they went 10 rounds. And this year I think they went 20 rounds. Yeah, today was this year was 20 rounds. Um, I think 2020 was five. Five? Yeah, and then they. Uh, Let me look that one up. I think it was five, and then there was a lot of free agents. Yeah, that's it's. It's crazy to me, like to think, think like that, like that there was only five, five rounds, because if there was only five rounds, and then if you take like all the kids like that they didn't sign like from round five on. That that would just be, uh, that would. Yeah, it, it, it's that a little so sickening stressful. to think about a lot of the guys that might have, like, missed out on the opportunity and stuff last year. Yeah. Um, but I think, you know, a lot of guys that could have gotten picked were prepared and, you yeah. know, probably went to, like, two goes and stuff like that. Yeah. Okay, uh, 2020, there was a total of 160 picks. So, I can't do math. That's five rounds. Yeah, it's, that's five, I think. Five. Yeah. Yep. With, with, the, with like 10 comps. Yep. Dang. Yeah. 160 draft picks. And then, see, because you were drafted, here's the number. I, I, 924. 924. I know that number too. Let's go. Yeah. Yep. Yep. No, it, it's, it's, I think it's, I think it it really doesn't matter where you get drafted, as long as you're in, you're in. Like, and then it's time to grind and just go. A hundred percent. I mean, that that's like a lot of people don't realize that. You know, you may get more opportunities as a guy yeah. who you know gets a higher round or more money and everything. But once you're here, like, you know, you're you're either a for player. Form. You're either a player or you're not. So I mean, yeah, that that's how guys stick around. It's just you know you gotta go out and, and play well. It's well, yeah, you know, ultimately what it's all about. It's to you know, if you're hitting against me in double A, and you were a first rounder, I would never know. I don't care. You know, yeah, <laughs> like yeah. I just well, know yeah. you're in front of me. You know, you're in front of me. And I gotta get you out. So well, yeah, because you you uh, say you. You were tearing it up like before. Yeah. Wait, yeah, I, I think I, see I think two, that's is that two two no nos. Yeah. Yeah, I had the, those in uh, 2017. Yep. I got that all right here. Mm-hmm. Hey, dude, it's it's. Well, I mean, well, I mean, like, so how big is your uh, scar? Right there. Okay. I don't know if you can see it. Yeah. But it's it's not the biggest. It's kind of skinny. Yeah. Where where but, did where did they take? 
uh, the tendon from? Uh, they took they took uh, your it from thigh, my wrist. Your wrist, your wrist. Okay. Yeah, because yeah, I mean, uh, I played with a few guys, and they got theirs like done like like by the back of their thighs. Mm-hmm. A lot of guys got that. I think it depends like on the surgeon mostly. Yeah. Like either preference or some people don't have the uh, the palmaris in their in their wrist. So you always have like I think the leg one's called the gracilis. So I think everyone has that, but um, not everyone has palmaris on the same side. See, it's, that's a complicated surgery, but it's like, I mean, especially for baseball, like you need that done. Yeah. A lot, a lot of guys, I mean, cause it's the only thing that the UCL is used for is freaking throwing, True. which is crazy, which is crazy because like, it's not supposed to like you're you're it's not supposed to take on that much stress that the body yeah. gives it when it throws which is bizarre you know but they uh i was i was thinking this how many nfl quarterbacks have had tommy john surgery i think didn't ben roethlisberger have something a couple of years ago I think so. I don't think it was, I don't know if it was Tommy John, but I think he had uh, like a let's see like an no. elbow issue. Yes. Okay. So he had, um, so he he actually just popped up. It's he did not have Tommy John, but he had something else in his elbow. But like it doesn't it, I uh two, two quarterbacks. Really. That's it. Which that's uh that's super. Super surprising. It was uh, J- Jake Delhomme and it doesn't say the other one. Only two. Only two. That's surprising. I, I feel like the, the position you're in when you throw a football is like a position of a lot less stress than like a baseball. When, when you did your shoulder rehab, uh, did you have to do – like, I think for mine, like, because I had to throw a football. Like, it was just, like, to get, mm-hmm. I mean, like, the extensions out. Yeah, I I never threw it during rehab. I, I think I just did baseball until about 11 months, and then I started throwing plyos. But right. I, I never I never really threw football, you know, after, like, high school high because school. I yeah. played. But I didn't play late in high school, so I won't say I was like a high school superstar. But hey, that's a three-sport athlete, yeah. though. I, I can I can just <laughs> tell war stories, pretend I was. Hey, <laughs> you played high school football. It's cold. It's windy. I mean, like unless you're playing in like South Florida or Arizona, right? That I mean, do do you like rehabbing down there, like in the area? Uh, I like Clearwater a lot, actually. Yeah. I mean, it's it's a lot of fun. I mean, it's you know, bunch. I mean, I like I like coffee, so we got yeah. a bunch of like coffee spots around here. Um, Dude, you need to come up to Seattle then. Oh yeah, I, I've heard Seattle. We got Seattle's coffee good up for here that too. Yeah. Clearwater. Yeah, and uh, what else? Well, we got Tampa down the block. Yeah, you know, and they have everything. It's like a melting pot there, kind of. It's and it's like growing. 
um and it's like a nice like little like city vibe but like not like new york city i don't really i don't really like new york city but it's it's a it's a fun place to vacation yeah for like a week weekend but i i don't think i could live in like a big city again i i don't think i can do new york city ever in my life like to to live live like like call home i don't see how there is no there is no way in hell like i could do that yeah I mean, I would like to live like close enough that it's like accessible to get there. Yeah. You know, spend, spend a day, two, three days there, but I can't like call it home. No, it, 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 I mean, like I live about two and a half hours away from Seattle, which is like perfect. I mean, because it's like a quick drive, like, but like, well, except for like in the wintertime, I mean, because you have to cross like a a mountain pass, but then that gets kind of sketchy, but. Other than that, like, dude, it's it's nice being not by a big city. Did you ever try doing going to driveline when you were coming back? Uh, driveline, they were so I went to their new facility last fall, and they just moved into like their their one that they're at now. Like, so they were at like the smaller one, right before. Um. I went there. Uh, I think I just like went there to go check it out, but like mm-hmm. we didn't. I mean, we didn't really like do much. It was just like to go check it out, right? But I mean, like, I mean, I know lots of people like from up here like that drive over there to go do that program. For sure. Yeah, I. I mean, I was throwing weighted balls and like uh, we had during spring training. They had their motion capture. Yo, yeah. Uh, they they came to spring training. They did the mocap on me, and that was that was pretty cool. Yeah, that I think then because they have like their pitching lab like up there, and then I like mm-hmm. walked around the corner, and then dude, the, I mean, because there's the cameras all over, and you're just like, what the hell? Like this is next level. Yeah, it's it it's insane, but it's it works. For sure. Yeah. I mean, I, I tried toughening it out a little bit with this because I knew I had my mocap. Yep. So I thought like maybe the mocap can like shed some light on like why I'm like hurting here. But then afterwards, like I went and got my MRI and they were like, yeah, this, this thing's ready to go. You can't, <laughs> there, there was no saving this thing. <laughs> no, there's, it's tough, man. I, I, I know exactly like what you mean on that one. It sucks. Mm-hmm. I mean, because I have to play second base now for for slow pitch softball because I can't throw. It just like I don't know. It's like I should go get it done, but there's really no point for me to get it. Right. Because like, I mean, anything else you do, you don't really feel it, right? If I like, like I'll like wake up like the middle of the night, like if my arms like turn like a weird way, and then I like feel it. And then, like, my yeah. hands just get all, like, tingling and stuff. But other than that, not really. Mm-hmm. It, it's – no, I think I'm just going to leave it. For sure. I mean, I don't want to – I really don't want to get a scar over my tattoos either. So, we're uh, – Oh, true. I mean, I should have thought would, about that. Would, would you tattoo the scar? Oh, yeah, for sure. 
yeah. for sure. I mean, <laughs> you almost have to. I would. Really? I'm, I'm not a big tattoo. I'm not a big tattoo guy, but dude, you gotta I, put the I, laces on there. Well, I can't. I can't do it yet because I feel like it's still a little early. Yeah, but maybe one day. We'll see. We'll see how it how it heals up. How many tattoos do you have? Zero. <laughs> Zero. Yeah, but I would. I would get a tattoo. I just don't know what I want. Yeah. I never put. I never put in the time to yeah. think about it or research it. I think mine have just been. A lot of them are just random ones. Kind of. I mean. I mean. I have like palm trees and like like a baseball lace there and like a like baseball rose and legends never die from the sandlot uh, yeah and i just have like random ones all over and i don't know i don't know why but i yeah. think i think my favorite one would be like so my grandma gave me a tattoo really yeah yeah is she a tattoo artist no no, she, she, uh, uh, so my cousin, uh, was in town and she brought a tattoo gun. So then I pretty much just like gave the tattoo gun, like to my grandma I was like, I want a tattoo. And she was like, are you fucking kidding me? I'm like, nope, <laughs> do it. And she goes, all right, whatever. That's crazy. No, nah, there's, there's do a good job. Uh, it's not too bad. It's, it, it's like a, I'll show you like a little sun thing right there oh, all right it looks like it looks like well i think it looks good but she says it looks like eh, it was like a smash bug or something right no but it, it's it's i don't know there's a lot of things like that okay like so i wonder how many minor leaguers in 2020 decided like hey like i'm gonna try and be a tattoo artist i'm sure a few Dude, you gotta find that out for me. You gotta find that, one guy. That, definitely, definitely was considered. I bet <laughs> probably along with like being like barbers and oh yeah, you know some people probably like started like a career, you know, just construction stuff, but stopped it whenever this year start started. Be, say when you're growing up, uh, did you always want to play professional baseball? Yeah. yeah, yeah. I would I would always get yelled at for writing about baseball in, in like uh, elementary school and stuff. So, but uh, I, yeah, basically, ever since I can remember, I would always just want to be a baseball player, and I kind of never really had too much of a backup plan. But uh, you know, until until I had committed to college, because after my junior year, I didn't think I was that good. Yeah. So I was like, I'm not going to get drafted out of high school and, you know, might as well just play, go to college and, you know, just do what happens there. You know, if it happens, great. If not, like, I'll get my education. I was mm. committed to go to uh, Marist College. Nice. Yeah. So. Say. So uh, yeah. Do you, did you have, like, a favorite player at growing up? Um, so my favorite player ever is Mickey Mantle. Um, I see that. so I had, uh, when I, ever since I can remember, my dad had this Mickey Mantle jersey signed and just like hung up in 
one of the rooms in my house. Mm-hmm. And uh, for whatever reason, I just like loved it. Always looked up like Mickey Mantle stats. I was like a, I knew everything about the Yankees from like early on stuff. So it was, uh, they were my favorite team growing up too. But uh, I, I've definitely learned to, to hate them since being in pro ball, just facing them and stuff purely from a competitive standpoint, not, not because of anything they did. They've just always given me a hard time. I don't, I don't like them for the fact that they, so, okay. Like, so I had, um, I've actually talked to two of their staff members, like on the podcast, but then I got told by the Yankees, um, that I can't release those interviews because they shared too much. So out of every single organization, the Yankees are the only ones to tell me no to having. Really? Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. It, it, I mean, I guess, I mean, they're like, I mean, they're like strict, like from the top down. I can see that. I think, I think a lot of teams are like that. Um, they just want nothing to be like taken in the wrong yeah. light, especially, especially nowadays. Like, oh, you, you yeah. can't say anything you even remotely. No, it has controversial to be or something. It has to yep. be very straight, straight up. Like, this is what I mean. And, you know, it can only be taken in this way and everything. So, you know, try to be careful when, when, when I talk, but you know, I also want to be honest too. Yeah. That's, I think that's where, I get in trouble is, I mean, I, I guess like I I was always taught to just speak my mind and just, I guess pretty much don't let anything back. So then like now, like how like everything's changing and I mean, I mean like, I guess what I'm trying to say is it's just like, I don't know. I mean, like, I try and still say kind of like the controversial stuff, but more of like hot takes of like, right. but I mean, but not controversial. Yeah. Like this. Okay. Do you think, do you think it is fucked up that the Astros cheated? Yes. Do you think that any other team cheated in the same way? Um, probably. But they just they just didn't get caught. Maybe I, I maybe. See, it's 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 like, like it's like stuff like that. I mean, like I asked, uh, I I asked. Uh, I, was, I feel like that that's more of like a debate to be had. Well, like, yeah. I mean, like I feel like the debates that we could talk about are like more of like are kind of like the contra- controversial stuff. Like within within the sport of baseball, mm-hmm. I mean, like I don't know. I mean, like because like I don't I don't really try and talk about like the political stuff and all that bullshit. Yeah, I mean, no, no, we're we're that's a whole different ball game. Yeah, that, no. that's for other podcasts. <laughs> so have you? Okay, so so before they made it a a rule, um, like I I had to get checked like for like foreign substances have you ever used any foreign substances um before there was a rule i've never 
I've never used anything. I, I've only used sun, like sunscreen and rosin. Yeah. But, but more because I needed sunscreen to to play in Florida. Yeah. And, oh yeah, exactly. And, like like more out of like, hey, I had sunscreen on earlier, and then I found this rosin bag and I dabbed <laughs> it, and now I'm sticky. Like that that yeah. was more how I used it. It wasn't like completely like, hey, like watch me get 500 plus RPMs right now. It was more of just <laughs> like, like, Hey, I'm, I, I try not to, you know, die of skin cancer. And exactly. uh, I need this because I sweat too much. Like, yeah. yeah. So, exactly. uh, but, but no, I, I never used like a uh, spider like tack. Any of this like spider tack or any of that other stuff. So is it, that uh, I was lucky enough. I have like a decent spin on the ball without it. So, you know, I, but I do, I do like, I do wish, you know, I could still like, you know, dab my wrist with rosin yeah. that way. Like when I'm sweating bullets and 95 degree weather, like I could, you know, touch it and just, you know, get the feel on the ball again. Oh yeah. You know, especially like with big league balls, like, I mean, I'm obviously not a big leaguer, but like I've thrown with the baseballs before. Mm. The seams are so low. Yep. You never know where you are in the baseball. So like, at least like, you know, when you're not looking and you're in your glove, like you can, I know. can feel the yeah. seams, you know? It's was like, cause, uh, so I went to a Mariners game in May and then, um, uh, I think it was, I forgot like who was pitching, uh, but they threw a ball like up and I caught it. And then dude, there is a, like a, dude just pine tar all on that ball. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, damn. Yeah. There's that... no, it's, it's dude. There's, I mean, I mean, there's a lot. See, like for me. Okay. So like if I, th so let's say all of a sudden I throw a hundred miles an hour, I would want something to be able to control 100 miles an hour so I don't kill someone. I, I think most people, including hitters, can agree with that. Yeah. Like, I, I – I, and that's why I've always understood it, but I feel like at the same time it became a thing where um, they gave an inch and guys took a mile because then they figured, yeah. oh, like, now I can, like, manipulate the baseball and manipulate this pitch – like even more with this yeah. like that's where it became an issue but i think i think you should still have something like like there should be something that allows you to feel the baseball and like control it you know it's freaking not easy like it's well how how hard do you throw i guess like what's your uh, velo at so i was before i got hurt in spring training i was like 90 93 okay I, well, I mean, still and, that that's, I mean, like that's hard, and it's just yeah, like, you still got to control that. For sure, you know, and that's why I never really needed it because like, yeah. I've, and also like I've mostly thrown with minor league balls in my career so yeah. far, and like their seams are a little higher, so I could, I got used to that, and I could feel those seams, and you know, I'm, I'm more of a strike thrower, so like I I just cared about you know locating side to side yeah. rather than making things nasty i mean you're a lefty dude you you can make those things nasty 
I hope so. Dude, like I wish I was a lefty. Ah, my mom screwed that one up. My mom and dad. Yeah, right. Damn. But, but I mean, got to be on the field to make it nasty. So hey, that, that, is that that's the that's the important <laughs> thing right now for me. Is just figuring out how to get back to the field. Not necessarily quick, but just yeah, hundred percent. You gotta do it that right. That way, I can be there for a while. Yeah. It, it it'd be, dude, I can a thousand percent, like, understand your grind and like the determination on that one. That's props, man. Thank you. Yeah, like, but, it's look. it's a crazy year too because there's a lot of people hurt. You know, yep. like we there's a lot of guys in rehab so it's good you know there's good camaraderie here and stuff and um there's going to be guys that are going to be here with me till the end of my rehab yeah that have just got here so it's it's cool to get to know guys and kind of still create like a team atmosphere in our own way yeah um because i think that's like what becomes important not only just like getting healthy but just like learning how to become a better teammate because you know ultimately that's half the battle is, you know, guys wanting to be around you. Yeah. It's so like, is, so when you showed up to your first spring training, uh, did you really realize how many players are in a organization? No. So it's funny because like when, when it's your first year, you so like when you first get there over the summer there's like probably like 60 guys no by the time i got there there was probably like 30 or 40 guys Mm -hmm. in the whole complex and then when you get the spring training it's like what 200 plus (laughs) yeah so like they pack you into these like locker rooms and some like auxiliary locker rooms and stuff and and you're just like rubbing shoulders with all these guys and you're just like i have no idea who these guys are and they're all really freaking good like (laughs) well yeah i mean like everyone is as good as you yeah it's it's oh that'd be that'd be it'd be fun i mean like who 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 was like the first big league guy that you saw that you're like holy shit it's so-and-so um I feel like I didn't like my first summer. I don't know if there was really any big league rehabbers down that I knew. Oh, there was a guy, uh, uh, David Buchanan. Mm-hmm. And it was cool to watch him work. And it's funny because, like, I never spoke a word to him and he would have no idea who I am and stuff. But, like, it was cool, like, he came in and like worked out with like such like determination just like knew his routine and everything and and it was cool because he had been to the big leagues and he I think I don't know if he was like kind of like a fringe guy at the time like just a guy who was up down and everything like you could just tell like he he wanted to be like up for good just by the way he went he went about his business so it's cool to watch big leaguers work like that because you know it's it kind of like inspires you i guess it inspires you and it's hard to remember like 
while you're there, like that low at the beginning is like, oh yeah, that's where I'm trying to go. Like, well, yeah, it's, I mean, I think almost, almost everyone in MLB has started that low mm -hmm. and they've all, it's a long journey unless you're, I mean, like a international sign, like Otani just shows up or, I mean, see, was it Bryce Harper and Mike Trout? I think they only played in minors for like one season. And they yeah. yeah, but like, I mean, but they're like freak the, athletes, man. Yeah, the, those are the freaks. Like, and there, there's a few of them for sure around. Yeah. Like, but, um, you know, I was just always like, you know, I can't, I couldn't imagine that being me my first year because I was just so like enamored by how good everyone was. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I was like, dang, like the infield, like. Oh my god! I can't wait to get a ground ball. Like I, I love this. Like guys are making all these plays and everything. Like not that like people didn't make plays for me before, but like just yeah. like the way these guys made it look, you know, it just looks so easy, easy for everyone. Yep. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah, it's so. it's the guys that make the hard plays look, look easy. Mm -hmm. And it's just I I think say I went to uh as my it was a fall ball my senior year of high school. I went down to Peoria to play like it was like the fall classic or something like that and then we played uh on the mariners and padres spring training fields and we played some kids that were just like phenomenal it was it, i mean like i haven't seen anyone like that it was uh i remember like strictly like playing against uh we played against like the under armor national team and they had a dude on the bump like it was their 97 and that, yeah. and that was the hardest i've ever seen and it I like shit you not like the first pitch like I mean I knew that he was gonna throw a fastball so I just swung and I mean I'm like I was literally like right here and the ball was like going back it, I'm like yep. oh, holy shit yeah I, I, I remember like the hardest pitch I ever faced when I was hitting was like 94 in high school and I remember making contact with one <laughs> my bat went backwards a little bit Oh no! Shit. <laughs> it was like right there. I knew I wasn't a good hitter. I was like, "Yeah, I, I can't do this at the next level." <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just gonna stick to pitching. I'm yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm just gonna stick to like what I'm good at. Without a doubt. Damn. Well, let's let's uh let's uh, wrap it up a little bit. So I think I have one final question. So so let's say that there's a kid in high school and he's like, you know what? Uh. I think I'm good enough, but I'm not, but I'm not sure. What would you tell that kid? Um, you know, I, I would say definitely you, you, it's such a, that's interesting. There's, there's a lot of ways I want to go with this. Okay. But let me, here, let me add some more small, small details. Okay. So, yeah. so the kid, he's a junior in high school. Uh, junior high school. Uh, he's f six foot. Uh, probably one ninety. Uh, right. Um, I don't. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, he's a pitcher. He's a pitcher, and he's six foot one ninety. Junior in high school, 
and he has seen all of his friends get looks like from colleges and scouts, but he hasn't gotten any. What would you tell him? I'm like, but he knows that he deserves, he deserves to get recognized. I I don't think like nowadays like the opportunity will come like yep. you know I, I think it is a hard thing to to see you know other guys that you may feel you're better than and everything but I think you know just continuing to be like a positive person and just like have a positive outlook on it feel feel happy for these guys too you know oh, for like, sure. it's it's something where I feel like if you continue being like a good person and everything and you know, if you have what it takes, like they're going to find you nowadays, a hundred percent, you know, especially if you're on a team with guys getting looks anyway, you know, they're going to be there when, when you're, when you're playing. So, you know, do, do the little things right too, you know, like get on the field quick, get off it. Um, you know, backup bases, like that's a lot of stuff, have good tempo. Uh, you know, stuff that people want to see for sure that'll catch their eye. And then, yeah. you know, the thing, the things that people, I guess, really care about nowadays will come later, you know, what's your VLO, um, Spin rate. you know, your vertical Spin break rate. and everything like, uh, you know, but you can get coached up with a lot of that stuff, I feel like anyway. So um, I would just say just doing little stuff right is is definitely important um and then the big things will will come that's solid solid answer right there well nick i appreciate it yeah thank you for having me on man and uh and then like when you get back make it nasty that is without a doubt that is the goal (laughs) make it nasty (laughs) 